0: everyone. Thanks for coming in. We'll get started in a minute so a few more people get in here. Let me know if you have anything specific you want to throw out for today or any player props or any
1: questions you got. Go ahead and put them in discussion or just request to speak. Yo, what's up? Hey, James, how's it going? Oh, I'm good. So I know we're talking to NBA, and you know LeBron James last night was saying that it's like a slap in the face playing the All Star game. What you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't,
0: I I don't really care about the All Star game. Honestly, I I like to see who who gets picked to the All Star game more than I care about watching it. So yeah, I don't think they need to, yeah, they need to play it.
1: I don't know about uh I don't know why he said slap in the face, though. I mean, to be honest, it's not worth it this year because, like, if we're going to play a game with no fans, like, imagine doing a dunk contest with no fans. Like, that's just going to be so weird. So, like, I'm saying just cancel the All-Star game and then, like, just like, give them a week off and then just get the season back. Because, like, the All-Star game is pretty, like, boring anyway. Especially, like, during the first couple of minutes. But, like, I feel like they should just give them a week off. Like, it's not even worth it to, at this point.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, they probably will need the time off, and maybe they can even use the time to make up some of these games that they're missing, too.
1: Yeah, because a lot of them been postponed. A lot of them are just mm-hmm. you, can't even, you can't even play them because, like, so many players are out, low management. Like, I feel like the season is, like – I guess I – but, like, something's missing from it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And uh, we've been talking uh, NBA gambling picks for uh, this season, and it's been tough to handicap with uh, all the things going on.
1: Well, it's pretty hard to gamble on anybody because one night a team could win it, and the next night they lose by, like, 30. Like, I'm a Heat fan, and, like, I expected my team to be, like, right where we left off. We're not even, like, in the top 10. We're 14th.
0: Yeah. So it's, like uh, no, it's been you, of, you guys have had so many problems with
1: uh everybody protocol COVID or something like that, like I said.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well hey man, I I I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you uh asking to uh to talk and yeah, it's crazy about the All Star game, i we we'll have to have to just pay attention to that. Um what's up, Munaf? How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. We're going to get started in our previews for Friday's games. Uh, Just a few seconds. Did you have anything you wanted to throw out before we get started? No, just going off of what you guys
2: were just talking about, the All-Star game. um, Yeah, I don't think a lot of players are for having an All-Star game. And I think a lot of it doesn't make sense because I think an All-Star weekend is really geared towards the fans that are attending it, right? Because I think The players that are participating in are more so doing it for the fans. It's not really, you know, it's not really a competitive game um, between the players, so they're just really doing it out there for fans, and if there's no fans, I I don't see a point in them doing it. I think it's better for them just to kind of uh, give the players a week off or, you know, give them rest or use that week to kind of make up games like you guys were talking about, so I agree with LeBron and even De'Aaron Fox came out and said it was was stupid for them to do the All-Star game, but
0: yeah, I agree with the players. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I wonder if they could do like a socially distanced three-point contest or something. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I really care about. Yeah. Well, the, I mean like
2: for three-point contests you only have one guy out there and then you're rebounders, right? So I think, I think it would be fine if they did that. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's not necessary as we're saying. Yeah yeah um all right guys well let's let's get into it we got a a a big slate tonight so uh we'll i'll run through all the you know go game by game uh we'll talk about the uh talk about some trends some odds uh some possible player props some best bets if uh if anybody wants to uh throw in their own picks or uh prop bets please just request to speak or if you have specific questions just request to speak we'll bring you on in and we'll get going so uh welcome everybody to the nba gambling podcast i'm your host ryan rich fat baby and i'm joined by munoff uh and i believe zach is coming in again soon oh there he is zach swiss bank broner perfect timing how's it going zach what's up how's it going Good, good. We were just kicking off uh, the first game here. We were just talking a little bit of uh, possible uh, all-star talk first, but uh, we're going to get into uh, the first game. We've got the New Orleans Pelicans at Indiana Pacers. I got the Pacers minus two. I'm seeing a total of 227. Um, I guess right off the bat, I like the over on this uh, total. Of a Five of Indiana's last six games have gone over. Um, Six of uh, Indiana's last seven games at home have gone over, and eight of New Orleans' last nine games have gone over. I mean, New Orleans has just been an over-machine the last month. Uh, Also, wanted to point out the Pelicans are best in the league at covering uh, first-quarter lines uh so they're 13 six and one and Indy is like uh, right in the middle of the packet tw- uh 10 and 12 so i like the Pels plus one in the first quarter uh Munaf, what are you thinking about these bets
2: yeah uh i was i uh, had the first half over um in, in this game circled um you know these are two of the best teams that score inside the paint indiana is number one uh pelicans are number seven so there should be some easy baskets um Around okay. the rim tonight. Uh, three point shooting, not, nothing sticks out there. But, um, yeah, New Orleans, three and seven as an away team, straight up, and two and five as a road dog uh, so far this season. So,
0: um, you know, I think this game could go either way, and the line is indicative of that. What is it, minus one right now? We're seeing? Uh, I'm seeing minus two. I think it opened at minus two, maybe it's at minus one now. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, so I would lean towards. Um, the Pacers here, and I, I do like the over bet that you did mention at two twenty eight.
0: Yeah, seeing a lot of the public and sharp money on Pelicans. Not sure why, but uh, something to watch. Zach, where are you going with this game?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, a huge line move in this game, right? Kind of confusing yeah. too. I, mean, I actually saw this open up at minus three and a half uh, last night. Um, now down, I'm seeing Pacers minus one. So huge movement on the Pelicans, like you said. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd I hate to be on the on the wrong side of a line move like that, but I, I feel like this is a good spot for the Pacers, right? I mean, I, I, I would consider them a tier above the Pelicans. Like moon said, Pelicans haven't been a great road team. I think they had a really nice win against Phoenix at home. Um, Phoenix didn't particularly play that well in that game. Um, Pacers got blown out in Milwaukee coming home. So um, I'm hard-pressed not to like the Pacers here, although that line move is a little bit sketchy, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I was, I was, I had the same thought because Pelicans shot. Uh, I can't remember the percentage, but they shot better from three in the game against Phoenix than they pretty much have all season. Yeah, the, and, the, the, uh, the
3: Suns went eight of eight of thirty six from three in that game, twenty two percent. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of miss open looks. I, I watched that game.
0: Yeah, so I'm definitely leaning uh, Pacers also, but I feel weird about that line movement. You're right. Um, I would just. I would lean towards uh, betting the over or maybe betting the first quarter on uh, the Pelicans. Um, if anybody else wants to jump in with any questions or uh, picks, just uh, go ahead and request to speak or uh, James already in here. Did you have any thoughts on this game tonight?
1: Uh, no, just what you guys were saying. I mean, the Pelicans, they got a good, decent lineup. You know, you got Zion and Aquaman, Stephen Adams, you know, I'm not sure about the Pacers. I mean, like you said, they got blown out by Milwaukee. So I would, Bet the first half on the uh, um, Pelicans. Maybe the Pacers would come back, but this whole game I'm probably gonna give it to the Pelicans.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay, uh moving on, uh oh, we got Tyler. Uh how's it going, Tyler?
4: Oh good how y'all boys doing?
0: Good, good. You got any bets for this game that we were just talking about? Pacers um, Pelicans. So,
4: um Pel so um I was just about to talk about uh, I to talk about the Pelicans real quick. Um I feel like Zion might get twenty five, but I'm not sure if Miles um, Turner, right, that's going to be a good matchup. Let's see if Miles Turner can actually make a tough resign in the paint. But I actually want to do a little, like a little, um, like a preview. I feel like the Magic and the Bulls might go into overtime. Just, oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I was just getting Kobe to that White, game.
4: Kobe White, is, Kobe White is Kobe White. He needs to be a bench player. Like, he is not a facilitator starting. Like, it's been 20 games. Billy Donovan tried his best, but Kobe White just isn't that player.
0: Or Marketing yeah. So, you think that you said that you, you think this, uh, the Bulls' magic is going to go into overtime?
4: Maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised because we don't have interior defense, so your, um, Nikola Vucevic might go crazy. But, um, who, who do the Magic have like perimeter defense? Because Zach Levine might get 40, but it, but Zach Levine, um, like the Bulls are actually better when he scores under 30.
0: Yeah, well, the Magic, uh, they just gave up 54 points to Fred Van Vliet. So they have no perimeter defense right now. I mean, they're relying on Cole Anthony and Evan Fournier. Uh, Cole Anthony, good, who's going to be a good player, I think, but still a rookie, still figuring it out, and Fournier not known as a defensive player. Um, Munaf, what do you think about uh, maybe uh, looking at a uh, Zach Levine uh, player prop?
2: Yeah, just going off of what you guys said with that they don't have um, uh, perimeter defenders to contain anybody. I mean, Fred VanVleet like, had a career night last night or uh, last game against the Magic. So um, right now I'm seeing um, Zach Levine's points posted at about 25 and a half. Um, he's averaging 26 and a half for the uh, season in right at 26.4 on the road but yeah magic's defense ha- has not been stellar and offensively I-, I don't know i don't know what's going on with them we still haven't been able to figure that out um but i i, I would sprinkle some on sh- uh zach levine over 25 and a half points and i did have, i'm sorry i uh, did forgot to mention that uh i did like the zion over 23 and a
0: half in the pelicans and pacers game nice you're not worried about miles turner
2: no, I mean, uh, if we take a look at – I mean, if I take a look at the stats for the uh, for the Pacers, they're number 23 in allowing uh, points inside the paint, and that's with Miles Turner there too, right? So they're given about 48 per game inside the paint, and um, I-, I think that Zion's a lot more quick or quicker than Miles Turner, so even if he, he's facilitating the offense or trying to get a basket from – Outside the three-point line, he could probably just drive it in and get an easy light layup or dunk. But um, I think he should have a big night tonight for the uh, Pelicans.
0: Yeah, I like that. Uh, Zach, where are you leaning with this Bulls-Magic game?
3: Yeah, I, I agree with Tyler. I think it's going to be close. So uh, just to reference Jake's question in the chat, I, I agree with that point. I think um, definitely in, in, on a game with a bigger spread, you know, I, obviously, we didn't expect that that Warriors Mavericks game last night to get so out of out of hand, but um, you know, player props can definitely be uh, you. You want to factor in the possibility of how many minutes someone's going to play in the fourth quarter. So, just referencing that, I like the Bulls here. I like that Zach Levine angle that Moonoff just shouted out. I think he could have a big game here, but you know, I, I think the Bulls are, are are you know better than than this Magic team. I've been I've been continuing to bang the drum. I think the Magic are are starting to become the the the, the biggest auto fade you know four straight double digit losses three of those four were at home so you know not much to go off here um and and the bulls have you know they've been up and down but you know they managed to um keep games close you know they came back against the knicks in that last game ended up still losing but you know they they can get high offensively so yeah like that zach levine over and then uh i guess bulls minus two here yeah
0: uh, I like the Bulls too. Uh, yeah, especially with the Magic having lost Aaron Gordon. Uh, he was the pretty much the primary ball handler after uh, they lost so many of their guards. Now he's down, and we're starting to see a lot of Magic uh, trade talk pop up again, so not sure how that affects the team. Uh, Jong, did you have a, a player prop for this one or a bet for the Bulls Magic?
5: Yeah, I, I like the side on this one. Bulls minus two, um, especially with the Bulls coming off a loss to the Knicks, where they were had you know some terrible shooting there. I expect a bounce back against a Magic team that's lost twelve of fourteen. So, give me Bulls minus two all day on this one.
4: And it's the same with all the torn ACLs Orlando had, like Jonathan Isaac, and he was talking, well, like that was crazy in the bubble with what he said. I feel like that was just that was God um, just taking away his knee. But um, um, Markel Foles, that was that's unfortunate too. Yeah,
0: I, it's been a real bummer for their their injuries history there. I think the Bulls are pretty good on the road too
5: against the spread, right? Eight and two, I think. Yeah, um, they
4: yes, are. I believe, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We we have a negative record at home, unfortunately. <laughs> that's <a weird laughs> that's one of the weirdest things I've seen this year. Is we're that, like two to three games under five hundred at home, but like we're two games over five hundred on the road. It's weird.
0: It was weird. Um, all right, well, this game opened as a pick Lots of money coming in on the side of the Bulls, so it has moved to minus two. Uh, I, could, I could see that line still continuing to move, so you might want to jump on it now. Uh, James, did you have anything about this game, or should we move on?
1: Mm, not much. I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to the Bulls this year. I've only watched about one or two games, but you know, because of the matches, they've been hurt. I'm going to go with the Bulls on this.
0: All right, great. All right, moving on, we've got the Toronto Raptors at the Brooklyn Nets. I'm seeing this line at minus four and a half nets or minus five, depending on where you get it. Uh, Seeing a total highest total on the slate right now is uh, 241 and a half I got to say, this line struck me right away. I feel like this is too much credit for the Raptors. I don't know why this line is not higher. The Raptors 8-13 and against the spread. No OG Ananobi. Uh, yeah, they beat up on Orlando, but we just talked about how Orlando's probably, you know, could be the worst team in the league. They seem like a dumpster fire. Uh, Toronto, yeah, 3-7 and seven straight up in their last 10 games on the road. Uh, Zach, where are you leaning with this Toronto-Brooklyn game?
3: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I, I this is the sketchiest line uh, maybe of the season so far. And, oh, I mean, I, I feel like uh, I, I was very surprised. I, I'm gonna go with the Nets, but um, this is one of those uh, you know danger, uh, danger lines. Uh, you know, why, yeah, it seems why is too easy? It why is it only five? Yeah, I, I agree. What do you think, Munaf?
2: Yeah, I also agree with you guys. When I saw this line, I, I immediately thought that they were giving too much credit to. Toronto for their last win, but if we go inside the the box score for Toronto's uh, last game, um, give me one sec. Let me pull that up real quick. Even though Van Vliet had 54 points, um, uh, Toronto made six more three-pointers. They shot 11 more free throws and made 11 more free throws, but they only still won the game by 15, and it seems like that – with those stats, it should have been twenty plus or even twenty-five plus points, and it took a fifty-four point effort from Fred VanVleet for them to win by fifteen. So, um, I'm not sure, yeah, what what's going on with this line for this to be low? I was expecting it to be at least seven or eight points, but uh, you know, this might turn into a three-point uh, shootout for both these teams. They're top ten and three-point percentage, three, uh, top ten and three-point makes per game and attempts per game. So. Um, I just think, again, Nets just have too much firepower on offense for Toronto to keep up with. And we've seen that they've struggled against a lot of teams on offense. So, I mean, this might be one of those nights where it's just a like complete blowout by the Nets. But this this line is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fishy.
0: Yeah, I hear that. Uh, Tyler, you have a take on this uh, Brooklyn Raptors game?
4: Um, I was thinking about it, and I was just thinking about how Brooklyn lost to the Wizards twice, but Toronto doesn't have Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So my guess, Durant J- Durant gets 45 points, James Harden gets close to 20 assists, and Kyrie gets about like 25. I feel like it's a
0: blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is definitely a blowout. Uh, John, what do you got for this game?
5: Oh, I love uh, DeAndre Jordan over six and a half points. Um, I do see bookies. You know, some places have over seven and a half, or or the line at seven point five points for DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, no. The since trading away Harden, I think you know Jared. Or yeah, since getting Harden and Jared Allen being removed, you know he's been moving a lot better. And so, yeah, no. I think the last you know f- you know five games he scored seven, eight, you know. 10, 10, 11, something like that, and so basically, I expect at least four buckets, you know what I mean? And so, give me yeah. the over on 6.5 points, especially with the capacity to score a lot here tonight.
0: Yeah, give me over all day. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, James, you got a take on this game before we move on to the next one? Well,
1: I like Brooklyn. I like what they have. I like that big three down there, but, you know, I was watching the Clippers game the other night, and the Clippers, you gotta hand it to them. They were was- They was beating um, Brooklyn down there in the post, but, you know, my problem with Brooklyn is that they're not really big, so I'm not sure how that's going to work tonight, but, I mean, the Raptors don't really have many, and I don't expect Fred VanVleet to put up another 50-point game against Brooklyn, so this time I'm going to take Brooklyn, but I wouldn't normally throw Brooklyn.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a weirdly constructed team, Brooklyn, but... uh... I still like them. I like them matching up against the Raptors because the Raptors don't have that uh, big force in in the middle anymore. Uh,
4: I have a question moving... for Brooklyn, actually. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Go so, ahead. do you think trading for James Harden was the best move for Brooklyn? Because I feel like Karras LeVert, um, like just the team that they had was actually good. Like they just needed uh, to develop, just get like one or two perimeter players. But I just feel like trading James Harden, you at, you. Um, unfortunately found out about Kers Levert and that mass in his kidney. So I feel like if they didn't trade for James Harden, they would have lost Spencer Dinwiddie and Kers Levert. So they might be in a hole. So I feel like trading for James Harden was a great move, but I don't feel like it was the best move. What about you? Uh,
0: You know, I mean, I've heard this argument, but I I think that – you, when you can get a generational talent like James Harden, you do it every time, even if he is kind of a malcontent. Um, Zach, what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you, Tyler. I, I didn't necessarily think it was the best move. I thought they could have made a couple different moves on the margin, but at the end of the day, if uh, I think I think this move, it, more than anything, was KD and Kyrie saying we want this to happen right now. I don't know how much of a choice the that's had. I think I think once once KD was on board with it. Um, as we've seen, I mean, this, your superstar kind of pulls the string. So, I, I, don't, I don't know how much of a choice they had not to. But, look, I mean, I think their ceiling is higher. I think, obviously, they have to figure out this defense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think someone on the Raptors is going to have a huge night tonight, right? Most likely, um, whether that's Siakam or or Kyle Lowry or Fred VanVleet. I mean, it would be nice to know beforehand. But someone's going to crush their player prop points for, for the Raptors tonight. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next game. Um, we have Milwaukee Bucks minus ten and a half at the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm seeing a total of two twenty eight. Uh, Bucks won by ten points the last time these two teams matched up on January ninth, but the Cleveland Cavaliers did not have their starting backcourt. Sexland was not on the was not on the court. Darius Garland and Colin the Sexton were both hurt. Uh, Sexton is questionable tonight. Looks like Larry Nance is out um rather than bet the full game uh with that 10 and a half point spread i kind of like the bucks in the first half minus five <laughs> or six because the bucks are 14 and seven uh covering in the first half i think a, over a seven point Differential and the Cavs are a minus two point uh, differential against the spread in the first half, so I like uh, Bucks first half. Uh, Munaf, you're a good first half better. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, um, I think the only thing that scares me about that first half for the Bucks is that they're only five and five on the road, and it's they're only I think covering by one point seven points, uh, and they're fourteen and seven overall, um, but. Um, I think this – I feel like that this is a game where the Cleveland Cavaliers love to play against good competition uh, or better competition. We saw that against Brooklyn where they stepped up and played well, minding that, yeah, Brooklyn had a bad defense. But for them to have Sexton back in this game, I feel like these are the type of games where they want to play up to the competition. Um, and Milwaukee, 3-7 and seven against the spread on the road um, – and uh, Cleveland is you know top ten against top ten offic- uh, top ten efficient offenses that they've played. They've given up 120 points per game. so it's, so there's gonna have to be some something where uh, Cleveland is gonna have to put up a defensive uh, fight uh, in this game for them to compete in it. So I, I gotta stick with the home dog here with Cleveland, Cleveland six and three um, to the over as a home underdog. And they're also 6-3 and three against the spread um, overall as a home underdog. So uh, I'm going to take Cleveland in this game
3: tonight against Milwaukee. Nice.
0: Okay. Uh, Zach, where are you going with this uh, Bucks cavaliers game?
3: Yeah, I'm in lockstep with Moon out there. I, I like the Cavs a lot here. Um, two things with the Cavs. I mean, you look at this game against the Clippers. I also had the, the Cavs in that game. Andre Drummond, minus 33 in 22 minutes. Jared Allen, plus 11 in 26 minutes. I mean... Jared Allen, I think, is, is the future of this team at, at the center position. So, hopefully, they continue to play him more. Um, other thing, the Cavs need to shoot more threes, and that's been they've been talking about that in press conferences. They only shot 10 threes in that game against the Clippers. It's just not possible to win in the modern NBA with that little volume. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, they, they get it up tonight. Um, but, yeah, 10.5 a, a lot of points. Obviously, Colin Sexton is questionable for tonight, has not been ruled in. So, that's to monitor for, for this game here.
0: Yeah, I think that's a major difference if he doesn't Obviously, play.
3: Yeah. Uh John,
0: you got a uh, player prop for us in this game?
5: I would always be looking at the Andre German rebound prop,
0: but I'm not seeing it in my book. Have you guys seen anything listed there? I have the, not. I was looking for that too today. I haven't seen it this morning. <laughs> that's one of my favorite, you
5: know, blind propets. I would like to always, you know, take the over on, but I don't see it. Um I do like your, your take, McKee, on the on the bucks maybe covering the the first half spread, so I'll, I'll lean there, but that's about it.
0: All right, cool. Uh, Tyler, you got anything?
4: Um, I haven't really paid attention to Cleveland like that, but I know Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton is a bucket getter, but um, if if they do play Jared Allen, I feel like he can make it tough for Giannis in the paint. Now, I'm not saying he will shut him down, but we all know Giannis does have a tendency to like struggle. So I feel like Jared Allen will put himself in position, and Giannis will get like four fouls with a offensive offensive fouls just trying to run over people trying to Euro step. So I feel like the Cavs might win because Giannis is in foul trouble. That's a got game. it Uh
0: James, what are you thinking on this uh game? You know,
1: I'ma go with Cleveland tonight because we saw how Cleveland was able to beat the Nets twice. And they got some good guys down there. They got um Drummond, they got JaVale McGee and they got colin Sexton. And I think sexton can get a good amount of buckets tonight. And like you said, Giannis he tends to struggle tonight, but, you know, you could catch anyone on a bad night. But tonight, I think I'm going to go with Cleveland on this one.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, so it seems like a lot of us are on Cleveland uh, plus the points in the full game. Uh, moving on, we've got the Utah Jazz. I'm seeing minus seven and a half at the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I'm seeing a total of 222 and a half. Um, I, I thought this – I because the jazz have just been rolling. When I first saw this line, I thought it was a little short. What do you think, uh,
3: Zach? Um, I think I think this line's right on point. I'm going to go with the Hornets here. I I uh I gotta say I think the Hornets are the most fun team to watch in the NBA. Um, like yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna die on that hill. I, I'm really really a fan of this team. Hopefully you get Terry Rozier in. He's missed the last two games with a uh, I'm not sure what the injury is, uh, but he's probable for tonight's. Um, so hopefully he's in. I, I think the Jazz back to back on the road, uh, obviously play a Trey Young list Atlanta team last night, got a 20 point win, but the Hornets have been frisky, um, really came back nicely against Philly, uh, got the, got a push, but they were down 26 in that game. So, um, I'm going to go with the Hornets here as a home dog. You know, they be, they beat Milwaukee at home, beat Indiana at home. They won in Miami, uh, kept Philly close. So I, I like this Charlotte team and, um, Tough spot for for Utah, so I'll take the eight and a half. I'm seeing eight and a half. So I'll, I'll take that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Jazz because every time I go against them, they seem to still win. So, um, but I totally agree with you that Charlotte, one of the most fun teams to watch. Uh, that Lamelo Ball to uh, Miles Bridges, like every time there's an alley oop, it's just the most fun dunk of the year. It feels like.
3: Yeah, and the Martin twins and yeah. Gordon Hayward's playing well, and and they're they're just fun. I, I'm a big fan of what they're building there. Hopefully, Lamelo Ball continues to turn into a star.
0: Absolutely, Munaf. Which way are you going with this Jazz uh, Hornets game?
3: Yeah, I like
2: uh, Hornets tonight. I agree with Zach on everything he said. Um, Charlotte four, two, and one as home underdogs um, this year. So, um, you know, they're playing well, right? Gordon Hayward's been playing well for them. LaMelo Ball's been playing well. And they have a lot of pieces that can, uh, I think, keep up with uh, Utah, and especially Utah being on a back to back
0: situation tonight. Um, I like Charlotte in the spot. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Utah being on a back to back. Um, John, you got a player prop for this one?
5: Gordon Hayward over 20.5. Um,
0: yeah, I'd load that line.
5: So his last three games, you know, definitely. Over 20 points. Uh, yeah, well, his last his last three games, 22, 19, 27, yeah. Give me, give me Gordon Hayward over 20 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a revenge game for him, right? The Jazz uh, didn't pay him, and he went to, I mean, that was two teams ago. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, might be a, a, yeah. a bit ago, but uh, you never know. Yeah, he could get himself uh, hyped up for that. Uh, Tyler, you got something? I think you're still muted uh james you got anything yeah i got the jazz on this one you
2: know
1: uh rudy and donovan mitchell those are my favorite two right there and you know i think they're out to prove themselves this year you know Sh- Shad said he didn't know who donovan mitchell is and now i think donovan mitchell is out on a quest to show a lot of people who he is so i think tonight is gonna be that starting point and i'm going with the jazz tonight
4: yeah, me All too. Right. But Jordan Clarkson, like nobody talked about Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench, so I feel like he was gonna, he's gonna have a big game. Yeah,
0: I mean, we have the...
4: Capella versus Rudy Gobert. That's gonna be nice down low. The that I was... uh, wait, who, what'd you say? Uh, I said Rudy Gobert versus Capella. I know it's like they're not big time names, but they're both elite defenders and great rebounders. So I feel like whoever get. Whoever would get more um more sh- uh more defensive win shares this game and just better defensive plays, better stops, will um Well get to
0: Capella's the on
4: uh, the Hawks. Oh, oh, I'm I'm tweaking. Oh I am looking at Utah versus the Jazz, my bad.
0: No worries. No worries. Uh okay. Let's move on yeah, to Washington Wizards at the Miami Heat. I'm seeing Heat minus six and a half. Uh, Wizards are eight and ten against the spread, and you know as bad as the Wizards have been, that is better than the Heat have been against the spread. They're six fourteen and one against the spread. Miami oh and six against the spread in their last six. Uh, Washington not much better, but still better two and five against the spread in their last seven. Uh, this is the second game of a two game series. Uh, Wiz won the last one. I think there's no way that Miami gives up two to the Wizards at home. They were such a good home team last season. Jimmy, Bam, Dragic all seem like they're playing. Uh, Munaf, what do you got here? Yeah, um, I, I think that
2: you hit the nail on the head, right, with that if this Miami team is going to at least even attempt to get back to 500 or even make that playoff push, this is a game that they have to win. And, I mean, we watched, I was watching the last game, and I think a lot of us were in that Slack channel. It just seemed like Jimmy Butler was being way too passive in that game. And I think he needs to get aggressive, get to the basket, and lead this team in scoring. And I don't know why he was being so passive last game. And I think that really cost him the game the other night against the Wizards. Um, but there's a significant drop-off for the Miami Heat in the second half. Um, over the last three games, they're only averaging 40, 46 points per game in the second half versus where the first half. Um, they're performing a lot better over their last three games. They're getting close to 60 points per game in the first half and 54 points per game in the first half in, at home. So I'm looking at taking Miami either in the first quarter or in the first half for them to come out and play well um, and really set the tone to get this W tonight.
0: Nice. Oh, I like that first quarter, first half. But, um, oh, Tyler, do you mind uh, muting yourself real quick? Uh, we'll get to you in a second. Zach, what do you got for this game?
3: Yeah, Heat first quarter, right on board. Um, I think that that's a great play. They they they've been um, you know very interesting press conferences coming out of Miami. They're they're hungry, obviously. This is a must win game, as Munaf said. Um, so like that Heat first quarter. Um, I'll g- give you another one. Uh, how about a, and this is probably the next game we'll talk about, but uh, how about a Heat Suns money line parlay that that's paying out minus one twenty four. Uh, both teams at home. Both teams coming off a loss. Both teams playing, you know, significantly worse competition. Um, Ooh, both teams, will, like that. you know, need need to up their record. So I'm gonna go Heat Suns money line parlay. That's minus 124, and then um, Heat first quarter as well. Ooh,
0: I'm gonna hit that after we get off this. Uh, John, you got a, a good player prop for us on this game.
5: Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm taking Jimmy Butler the over 34.5 points, rebounds, assist. Um, the reason why I'm targeting this one is. I'm looking at Wizards, they're fast-paced and have the second-worst uh, defensive rating in the league, pretty bad. So I think Jimmy Butler, um, his minutes hasn't, you know, he's he's logged by like 34 minutes a game, so he hasn't lost any terms of time or minutes. So he has an opportunity to get it. I, I'm willing to take that risk here today.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about uh, a question that Zach, uh, Jack uh jake asked earlier in the discussion um he's noticing that a lot of player props aren't hitting over because uh so many blowouts this year uh players are sitting out in the second uh, half or the fourth quarter have you noticed that with your player props
5: um i haven't noticed anything like that i've been pretty consistent with just kind of the jeremy grants you know the old old, you know overs and and the Shea Gilgis-Alexander, You know he's injured, so I haven't really noticed anything too much outside.
0: All right. Uh, Tyler, you got anything on this Wiz uh, Heat game?
4: I'm um, looking at the previous game, and I didn't know the Wizards beat the uh, beat the Heat without Westbrook. And I'm looking at the game. Like, Duncan Robinson had, like, a usual game. Jimmy Butler was all right. But uh, um, if Westbrook plays tonight, I feel like the Wizards will upset again, even though um, it will be a closer game, but it's just – Miami says, I feel like the chemistry and like they're not um where they were last year this time uh okay, cool uh let's see oh uh Boofer in just
0: uh, our discussion said uh wizards for a a rare under under two thirty tonight um yeah, i mean i I think Tyler brings up a good point whether uh Westbrook is playing or not uh might have something to do with uh whether i that under or not but uh something to look at uh james you got anything on this heat whiz game
1: well i'm a heat fan so i would go with miami but the way we've been playing this year is not the miami heat that i'm used to but i think tonight i think we have a chance tonight you know as we just need to recuperate and just get everybody on that 305 culture but i think the heat are gonna come up through the night And we're at home,
0: so. Yeah, are the Heat heat about to make a run after all the uh, COVID protocol?
1: Are they getting people healthy? I would say that once we get everybody back together and everyone gets uh, better from COVID, I think we'll be where we were last year.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm hoping so, because I bet the uh, Miami Heat over and win total. So I need them to kick it into gear. Uh, Okay, Zach mentioned this game already, so we should go to it. Let's go to the uh, Detroit Pistons at Phoenix Suns. Suns minus eight. I'm seeing a total of 214 and a half. Looks like the lowest total on the slate right now. Um, These two teams already matched up on January 8th. Uh, Phoenix lost by five. Uh, I watched that game pretty closely. After controlling the game for three quarters, uh, somehow – Phoenix just got ice cold in the fourth quarter and Detroit came back and won that. It looks like Jay Crowder is doubtful tonight campaign and Darius arch still out. Um, Zach, let's start with you. Uh, do you like the Suns minus the points? I know you like them with a, uh, on a parlay on the money line.
3: Zach, you're still muted. Sorry about that guys. Um Yeah. Definitely prefer them on the money line. It's, it's a good amount of points, right? I mean, this Pistons team—we've seen them be frisky as a dog. Um, so I, I, you know, again, prefer that he You know, I think there are there are a good amount of money, you know, parlayable money lines on this board tonight: Nets, uh, Heat, Suns, and Clippers. Uh, some maybe some combos of those. Um, but I would, I, I guess, I would lean to the Pistons at eight. I don't know. I mean, that probably stay away on either side. Um, what do you think about this total, Munaf? It, it looks a little low.
0: Munafirst to me did Oh, there you go. Uh,
2: um, yeah, that's what something I wrote down in my notes, right? So I, I think it's it's if uh, I like the money line parlay that you mentioned, but Suns are five and two against the spread after a loss, and then Detroit on the road as an away team are eight and two to the over. Um, so I bet. it I think I bet that last game when they played the Jazz, I took the over there, and I think that hit for them as the away team. Um, but uh, yeah. Two, what's the total sitting at right now? Two fourteen. I'm seeing
0: two fourteen and a half. Yeah,
2: two fourteen and a half. So, um, I have been capped around two nineteen. So there might be a little value there on the over there. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I, I would maybe turn that two team parlay into a three team parlay, pushing a little further with the Suns money line, the over in this game, and then uh, Miami money line. So maybe that's a
0: little uh, another little parlay that we could. Put together. Oh, yeah, we're getting into degenerate territory here. There. Yeah. Um, any, I mean, something to watch for. I don't know Blake Griffin and Derek Rose, uh, sometimes they've been sitting out back to backs, and this is the first night of a back to back for Detroit. So I'm not sure if they might sit out tonight. So definitely something to watch as the game gets closer. Uh one thing I'll mention about that spreads like you said it's a little high, but the Pistons have already lost uh twelve games by at least eight points. So I do think uh there's a good chance the Suns cover there. Uh when the when the Pistons lose, they really lose. Um Tyler, yeah. you got anything on this
4: game? Um I was just about to say um I'm looking at it. Uh Devin Booker and Jeremy Grant, they might cancel each other out, but I'm looking at the last game the Pistons played and Mason Plumlee. He had, like, 17 to 13, so I feel like if DeAndre Ayton can actually show up, because he's been um, been lacking this year, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he is not as aggressive as he should be, especially with the addition of Chris Paul. So, if DeAndre Ayton has a good game that he's supposed to, and Devin Booker outscores Jeremy Grant, then I feel like Phoenix will win. But if not, then I got Detroit.
0: Yeah, you know, DeAndre Ayton has not been good on offense at all, but he has been good on defense still. So I do think uh, Plumlee is going to have a little harder time scoring as many points this game. Zhang, uh, you got anything on this uh, player a player prop on this game?
5: Yeah, my two favorite props are usually uh, um, the Jeremy Grant. However, um, I was going to ask Munoz. I'm, I'm seeing the over for the total um, points, rebounds, assists for Jeremy Grant is like 29. Um, it's usually been like 31, 32, 33 even, and I'm, I'm seeing it at 29. I mean, that, is that fishy or are we just I still?
2: I think that uh, Phoenix is is a great defensive team, right? So this maybe some of the opponents that Jeremy Grant has played against in, in the previous games have been teams that are not very good on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm not sure if Phoenix are going to – a sign if Jake Crowder's not going to go or another guy that can play really good defense for them, uh, stick on Jeremy Grant, uh, and prevent his scoring. So yeah, that 29 and is a significant lower, uh, total that we've seen previously where it's been around 32, 33, 34. Yeah. Um, and I guess, I guess, I guess I'll still ride
5: the over for now. Um, and then I'll, I'll ride the, uh, over on the DeAndre Ayton. I'm seeing 12.5 rebounds, um, that's, that's one of my you know fun bets I've been consistent you know all season so I'll ride that DeAndre over 12.5 alright
0: thanks man um, Okay, let's move on to the next game. Oh, game sorry oh, one here's... more note Michael, yeah. sorry one more note Um,
2: I think if if, if Suns are going to have success tonight uh, I don't know what's going on with Mikel Bridges over the last over the last six games he's only shooting four of 28 from three point land so He's really been struggling from uh, shooting the three and then oh of 11 in the last two games. So uh, that's another guy to look out for that. If if this team is going to keep on winning games and keep on producing, he's got to be a guy that's got to knock down shots for them. And he hasn't been able to do that over the past
0: six, seven games. Yeah, he started off red hot in the first yeah. what, five, six games. And yeah. it seems like he... um uh, you know, I expected him to cool off, come back to the mean, but uh, he, he kind of overcorrected uh, and is way worse than he has been previously. So I think he'll he'll get back to where he was at probably last season, not as hot as he was at the beginning of this season. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to the next game. This is a game I'm definitely going to miss watching, but I'll probably uh, put some money on it just because I like to. Uh, Timberwolves at the Thunder seeing a lot of money uh, come in on the Timberwolves, of all things, which is uh, definitely scary. But it looks like we're still waiting to see if uh, D'Lo is going to play. Towns is still out. Uh, And then on the Thunder side, we've got SGA and Dort out. Um, I'm seeing this line is, I'm saying depending on what book you're at, you can get it plus – one on the Thunder or plus one and a half on the Timberwolves. Uh, Zach, what's your lean on this game? <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're eager to bet this game, Mickey. Uh, <laughs> uh, not usually your mo. Um, I, I'll. Ah, I mean, this is tough. The the Thunder, obviously, without SGA, without Dort, that's kind of their bread. That's kind of their, you know, their foundation of what makes the case for them as a home dog. Usually, I think. Um, so this spot here, I mean, I would probably lean with Minnesota, but don't have any plans to bet this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moon, off you
0: got any bets for this one?
2: Yeah, I mean, no SGA, no Dord. I mean, last game was a kind of a rivet or that back-to-back situation with the Rockets, but Rockets didn't have uh, John Wall. I didn't play. Didn't play in that game. So, um, uh, one player prop I do have for this game is taking the Darius uh, Basley over points prop for this game Um, he's been one of those guys that's been playing well for uh, the Thunder and then especially with two of your starters out tonight um, that's a guy that I'm looking at taking over on his points total last game I believe he had um, I want to say he had 18 points last game for the Thunder yeah 18 points 12 rebounds so that's something that you may want to look at
0: Nice. Uh, Tyler, you got a lean on this game?
4: Uh, not really. Like Minnesota, um, they, they're at the bottom of the West like usual. And if uh, Shea Gills and Alexander not playing, then there's no point in watching the Thunder.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, John, you got any player props on this one?
5: Definitely a player prop. Just real quick. Uh, last last Friday, I had the three-team Moneyline underdog parlay, um, and two of them hit. And Timberwolves didn't, and I was staying ah. the 76ers on the road, and it would have been a beautiful Friday, oh, uh, man. Moneyline underdog, but having said that, um, this I got the, the prop that I love is definitely Al Horford over. Um, what I'm seeing here is 14.5. I love that. I want to hammer the over um, with Shea out, with all the people down um, out down low for the Timberwolves. I'm very confident I want to hammer this so yeah give me give me Horford over yeah what has he been
0: what has he been averaging so far this season
5: yeah Horford has been averaging 17, 12, 16, 21 his last four so
0: oh nice nice okay cool Uh, well let's get to our last game we've got the Boston Celtics at Los Angeles Clippers I'm seeing this opened at Clippers minus five I'm seeing it at Clippers minus six and a half now um, it looks like uh, Pat Bev and uh, Marcus Smart are both out. They kind of cancel each other out there. Are we seeing anything on uh, Jalen Brown yet?
3: Is he going to play Zach? I don't know. Was, was he supposed to not play?
0: I'm seeing questionable because I think he sat out uh, the second half of last game.
3: Or... Okay, yeah. He, he's questionable with left knee soreness. Peyton Pritchard questionable right knee soreness. So um, Pat Bev out. Marcus Smart obviously still out, so um, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll start here. I I think I, I like the Clippers here. Um, to me, they've been they've been probably um, the best team over maybe the last week or so. Uh, was I was pretty impressed with their effort in Brooklyn and coming back home now. Um, I think it's a good spot for them. Boston, I believe this is the last game of their road trip, so they're eager to get home. Um, did the Clippers get this one done? I, I, and I think this money line at minus 265 is also p- potential to uh, be thrown into some parlays, if that's uh, something you're into.
0: Oh, we got oh, yeah. a 14
3: parlay going now.
0: <laughs> all right, yeah. I mean, we're getting some uh, some dangerous parlays going tonight. And if it hits, uh, we're all going to have a good weekend. Uh, Bunaf, what are you betting on this game? Yeah, I think it's Clippers or pass, right? Um, Boston says uh, this is what, third game in Fortnite,
2: like Zach mentioned, ending a uh, – uh, lengthy road trip here for them. So I think it's a bad scheduling spot for them. And uh, Jalen Brown, even if he is able to go, we don't know how effective he's going to be with uh, his knee soreness. Um, and Clippers at home, I mean, they're just – they're unstoppable at home, right? That um, they're, they're – they they play well at home. I mean, Kawhi, PG, I mean, what more can you say? And one of the, the best three-point shooting team, um in the league. Um
0: yeah, I mean it's it's clippers or a pass for me. Yeah. Um Tyler, you got anything?
4: Yeah, I got clippers as well. Paul George and Kawhi are both almost fifty forty ninety on twenty five points per game. Uh the addition of Serge Ibaka was tremendous and with the Celtics lack of a big man and no telling how much Jalen Brown is gonna play. But I feel like the big uh the big X factor on the Celtics will be if Kemba Walker shows up or not. Oh yeah If it's... Kemba Walker shows up then I got uh, it's going to be a closer game. I'm going gonna yeah. just say that. I wouldn't say the Celtics, but the Celtics have a better chance at winning.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, play he, last he's game, been dude. he's been slow this year, but uh, I, I mean he's going to bounce back at some point. What were you going to say, Mounaf? Did he did. Did he play against the Kings? I don't see him in the stat box. I think he sat out. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I
4: mean,
2: yeah, we're not seeing that he's out tonight. But yeah, I think. This team is going to go if Kimball Walker goes, right? I mean, if he's scoring the basketball and not having a bad shooting night, obviously uh, Celtics are going to do well. So that's a good
0: point. Yeah. Uh, John, you got any good player props for this ESPN game?
5: I don't have a good prop at all. Um, For me, this, this one is maybe, you know, most likely Clippers or pass. So I have no props on this one. All
0: right great uh any other let's see so we we kind of already throw out some parlays but uh and you know I'll just say that I do like Clippers money line Suns money line Heat money line uh you can even throw in a, a Nets money line versus the Raptors uh Bucks money line at the Cavs uh Zach any other parlay picks you want to throw out there
3: yeah I mean I I, I think Hornets a plus 300 I mean it, it's not a parlay, but. Uh money line dog i think the hornets could be live in that game certainly uh maybe the calves too if sexton's in so um you know if you get put a call of pennies on one or either of those or even parlay them if you're psychotic so um i don't know it's friday night we gotta have some fun here
0: yeah exactly moon off <laughs> you got any uh best bet like player props you want to throw out that we haven't talked about yet yep moon off you're still uh on
2: mute Yeah, I think the best, sorry, uh, the best one I liked was the Darius Baisley uh, over, I think it's 14 and a half that I locked in at. uh, Let me just double check that. Um, 15 and a half. So, uh, yeah, that's one. And then I I really like the Zion, uh, Zion over 23 and a half against the Patriots tonight, especially with a uh, a team that can't defend the paint inside. But um, yeah, those are the two.
0: Nice. Uh, John, any other, uh, bets you want to throw out before we get going?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the,
5: um, you know, the Chicago spread was minus two, maybe even minus two and a half. Um, I actually made it, uh, minus six and parlayed that with the Pacers money line. So probably put half a unit on there to win about a little under 200. So. By the buy it to minus six essentially nice. so at uh, plus 159
0: odds nice uh, all right great guy well I got to get going um, if you guys want to keep talking uh, anybody can start a room here on locker room so just go ahead and uh, do that and get the conversation or keep the conversation going uh, make sure to subscribe to NBA gambling podcast on uh, Apple stitcher uh And uh, Spotify, anywhere you go. And uh, check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com for all kinds of coverage. Uh, Have a fun Super Bowl weekend and make sure to bet plenty of NBA, too.